I'm Carrie. And I'm Stephanie. And this is the Love and Nonsense Podcast. Hey, Carrie. Hi, Stephanie. We are back for another review episode. We are covering Dancing Through the Snow and a couple of Hallmark ones. (laughs) (laughs) You only said your pick. How rude. I know. I was like, I was going to name all three of them. And then I was like, well, maybe I'll just keep it as a surprise what the crowd favorite vote was, even though it wasn't that surprising. (laughs) It was a landslide. (laughs) Yeah, it's like 100%. Almost. It wasn't quite, but yeah. All right. Well, let's just jump right in. So the first movie that we're reviewing was my pick on November 19th, Dancing Through the Snow, which was on Lifetime. This featured Colin Lawrence, Annalyn McCord, and he's a single father who falls for his daughter's ballerina teacher. Uh, This one was, out of these three movies, my least favorite of the weekend. I agree. It had parts that I like, but overall, it was kind of boring. I agree. I basically have notes in this list that are like things that I loved, things that I didn't like. (laughs) (laughs) And ironically, I think that the majority, a lot of it's like storyline related because I, but I really enjoyed the storyline. I don't know if the execution was as good. And there were some issues that I had with the storyline. Mine are kind of all over the place. If we start with things I didn't like right off the bat, they don't officially meet until 26 minutes in, which is after the first commercial break, which I just feel like that's really late into the movie before the two main leads meet, you know? I understand they have to establish their characters' separate lives, but that's just too long before having them on screen together. But were they really establishing their characters' separate lives? They were really establishing his life. That's true. They rarely spent any time on hers. Yeah, which he was the point of the story. They had to set up the viral video, which was kind of weird. Um, I didn't put this on my notes, but... It was funny. I really liked the daughter, the daddy daughter dance, and it was funny and whatever. But I was, for whatever reason, I was thinking based upon this uh, scenario that it was the viral dance that made them connect, and it wasn't. Oh, you know what I'm saying? See, like I don't know. I didn't. I didn't think it was the viral dance that had the teacher and him connecting. I thought they connected because she was his daughter's teacher, which is not what happened <laughs> either. <laughs> no. Not in their, at least in their first meeting, no. He didn't even meet his daughter's teacher until, like, she'd been going to ballet lessons for a long time, it seemed like. And he had never dropped her off or picked her up once. I know. Kind that of was crazy. That was weird because you would think, I mean, firefighters do have weird schedules where they're like 24 hours on and 24 hours off or whatever it is that they do. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you would think on his off days, he would be doing all of the daddy things. Right. Like even if there was just a beginning of the year, because I think these classes must go in some kind of season thing or there's got to be a meet the parents night, you know? So, or I feel like he should have been at one of those. Or a rehearsal that was before this one because it did seem like she was pretty in the advanced side. Now, it could have just been that she was naturally good. So that's why she seemed advanced because her biological mother was a dancer. So maybe she just picked it up really fast. And so maybe she wasn't Mm -hmm. as advanced as I felt like she seemed to be. But you would have thought she would have had been going to this teacher for a while and had other rehearsals before the Christmas one. Other performances. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I meant. (laughs) Recitals was the word I was trying to say. (laughs) It's an R word. (laughs) 
It sure is. They're so close, but they do mean the opposites. <laughs> I liked a couple of things about the storyline. I really liked that this was dating from the beginning. They met each other at the Christmas tree. It was very obvious, even though he knew she knew the daughter previously or whatever, he like asked her out and they were actually dating. Mm-hmm. I like that too. I wrote down that I liked that they liked each other the entire time. Let's see. I kind of loved her snow picnic thing. I did too. I wrote that down. <laughs> Even though it looked really cold. Uh, that's what I was just about to say. I was like, I bet that would have been really, really, really cold. Yeah, it's like romantic and picturesque, but you're sitting on frozen snowy ground with probably cold wind blowing in your face. So kind of awkward, but kind of cute. But they had the fire to keep them warm a little bit. And and I liked that they tied it to she used to do picnics with her mom all the time. Oh, see, I missed that part because I kind of zoned out. Oh, boy. Who's the one who's not paying attention to the movies this week? (laughs) I know. I mean, I watched it and I was like kind of paying attention. But like I said, it kind of was boring, even though I liked parts of it. And I did like the snowy picnic part. (laughs) Well, she said, oh, yeah, when I was little, my mom used to take us on these picnics. And it was something about the military life. It was kind of like a common denominator across all the places mm-hmm. that they live. So I liked that she picked the date and mm-hmm. that's that, that was what she did. Let me give you a dislike that I had. Okay. This, I felt like, was a very... I mean, I know why they did it. I did not like it written this way. When they had the Christmas package thing and the little girl was raving to her about how this is her favorite day of the year and she loves doing this with her dad. And then the dad's like, we're going to split up and you're going to go with Uncle Noah. And the girl's visibly Mm. disappointed in it. I would have been like, can I talk to you? This is not what we're doing. I know. If we're that taking two not cars, a good look. then we could put some more of these packages in Uncle Noah's car and all three mm-hmm. go together or I'll just go with Uncle Noah or I'll just go home and you guys do this. <laughs> I couldn't believe that she's like, and then they have a conversation, like a serious conversation. And it wasn't even about that. The next day at dinner, she's wor- she's upset about her loan on her place, which is not like it's not something to be concerned about. But I thought, oh, we're going to have an adult conversation about this. And she's going to be like, you know, I think I didn't like it at all. (laughs) Yeah, I think the only time they have an adult conversation about it is when he's, spoiler alert, breaking up with her, right? Like my daughter needs me kind of thing. Yeah, after the daughter's already, yeah, after the daughter's already freaked out Mm -hmm. on him. Yeah. I just didn't like the way that that was written. But I did like the daddy-daughter makeup. It was cute. I loved the grandmother when she, when the little girl asked, even you make mistakes, grandma? And the grandma says, no, of course not, but everyone else. (laughs) (laughs) The grandma was sweet. I liked her. Yes, she was sweet. And I really loved the dance scene slash kiss scene. Oh, the longer kiss at the ballet studio dancing? Yes. That was my probably favorite scene of the whole movie. <laughs> I thought it was a great scene. And yeah, it was a good kiss. Yeah, that's the one where I was saying, oh, the picture for this is really good. And it's just like this really dim lighting and it's kind of like they're backlit so you only see their silhouettes. Let's see. I didn't like that they wrote this loan in. So she takes this loan on her place and then is now defaulting on it because she can't pay it in full, but she's never paid anything on it. Why have you not been paying on it? Yeah, I just thought that whole kind of storyline was weird because he even asked her, he's like, I thought you said you're so busy with classes and everything. And she's like, oh yeah, we have a ton of classes and I need to hire people to help me, but I can't afford to help hire people. And then I can't afford to pay this loan still. 
I'm like, where is this money going for classes? Yeah. <laughs> I think you said she spent a lot of money like fixing the place up, but it's fixed up now and you're still have classes. So I didn't understand that. And I also didn't understand it was either her ballet studio fails and she's just going to move to Florida to be near her parents. I just thought that was an odd, like, I'm just going to up and move yeah. kind of thing. That was weird. I don't know why that would be your only two options. Like you couldn't become yeah. a dance teacher somewhere else. I, I don't know. In that area. Yeah. And I didn't like that they built up this dancing thing. And then they never even showed the daughter dancing. Wasn't like, I was like, that's weird. And then they had this benefit to raise money to help save her studio. And there were like the firefighters dancing, which I thought was funny. But and I was like, this is probably why they didn't do the dance scene before. But you've built up to the little girl being the star. Like that was one of the main key things like she was like asking Santa for that for Christmas there was the argument about him knowing it ahead of time and not telling her there you know there was all these things it was just weird well I thought I saw her dancing on the stage for no that, they were maybe... doing their bowing hmm. like at the end then yeah that is weird because it was a big deal to her to play the lead they and just didn't my... have time yeah okay my last comment is what were your thoughts on Noah and Jordan at the end I mean I thought it was fine were they going they to get it on together in the back of the fire truck. I thought he was gonna just take her for a drive. Like innocent. I hope so. He said in the back, <laughs> have you ever ridden in the back of a fire truck? Why would he be driving the fire truck and her be in the back? I mean, I don't know, but it's not I don't know, Carrie. I I'm didn't think there was anything. <laughs> I thought it was hard. <laughs> I thought it was funny, but then I was like, Okay, guys. This is a lifetime movie. <laughs> It is a lifetime I mean, movie. Speaking of which, so we had that part, which was okay, mm -hmm. questionable, maybe. We had the longer kiss. And then we had, she asked him if he wore his uniform, like as a firefighter or whatever. And I'm like, ooh, she likes a man in uniform. Like that was kind of a, a flirty little comment. And then they showed Colin in a towel. Yep. I have shirtless, that on mine too. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> I know. I was like, is this a is this like going to be a thing on Lifetime? Because I don't trying to think of what Lifetime movies I've watched this season. And it's that picture perfect holiday one. Two out of three of the ones that I've watched have had men in towels. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm I'm here for it. <laughs> I don't think we're going to get much more than that, obviously. So I'm OK with the towel shots. I agree. That's all I got. Okay. Well, the rest of mine... Okay, there's one comment I guess that doesn't fit in the ratings. And this doesn't really have to do with the story itself. It's with some of the shots they chose in filming. Mm -hmm. Which I, they've done it in a couple of Lifetime movies this year, I think. Where the camera is directly facing the actor who's speaking. And they're just talking directly to the camera. When it's supposed to be like they're talking to, you know, their friend or whoever. But they... So Instead of it, angling the camera off side to make it look like they're talking to someone, the camera's just facing them straight on. I hate it. I don't like the person talking straight to me. So they're filming it like it's like a monologue talking to you versus a dialogue in a script. In a movie. Yeah. yeah. I didn't notice that, but now that you've said that, I probably will in the future. I noticed it the most when they were at the firehouse and Noah was talking to Colin's character and they were switching back and forth and Colin had the angle on him, but Noah had it straight on as he was talking to Colin. And I was like, ugh, this is awkward. I don't like it. Is it just because they have limited capacity, like limited funds? <laughs> We kind of I don't know, maybe they're trying something different this year. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't like the feel of it. So I'm, that was my random comment. 
I can understand that. I'm kind of picky about stuff like that. I mentioned it last time that we talked about filming, like when they change like soap operas and stuff like that. Like I don't mm-hmm. want it to be Blair Witchy, like where you're someone's holding the camera. So you like feel like you're in the conversation. I don't want that. Mm-hmm. I want it to be pretty and I want it to be stable. And I want it to be as I expect, because when it's not as I expect, it draws attention to that instead of the movie. Yep. Agreed. Okay. So it's time to rate. And first up, we have setting, which I'm going to give this a three. But I did like, I'm pretty sure that his house is the same one in the Christmas setup that the guy falls down the stairs in. Could be. I don't remember right now. (laughs) Well, I'm pretty sure it is because I literally. Okay. This is a sidebar. So I saved the Christmas setup this year so I could rewatch it because I liked it last year. And even though it's played, so it should have recorded, it's just saved on video on demand. So there's all these commercials in it. So I am not watching it with commercials. I think that's how Snowden Christmas is for me right now. Why? I don't understand it. It's not like that on the other Lifetime movies. Maybe those are favorites. So they want your money from them. Whatever. Okay. So what did you give it? I also gave it a three. The only comment that I had. I know someone who has her couch. (laughs) Really? Yeah. That's funny. It was the grandmother's or something. And it was like a hand-me-down Victorian Mm -hmm. looking couch. Yep. (laughs) That's all I got. Okay. For style, I'm giving it a four mainly because I love Annalyn's hair. I want her hair. And she had really cute outfits too. And Colin obviously was attractive. So I agree. I gave it a four also. I specifically wrote down the towel scene. <laughs> Not that that's style or anything, but I just that's figured lack it fits of there. style, but we're, we're, we're here for it. Um, and I agree. I love, I love her whole look, her hair. She's very pretty. She looks great mm-hmm. and everything. I do not feel like I connect with her as much as an actress, though, for whatever yeah, reason. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. I don't know what it is. But for style, I can mark her up. <laughs> Good <Yeah>. job. <laughs> it's like, I like her and I want to connect with her. And yet, yeah, I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, storyline, I'm going to give this... Okay, I'm going to give it a three. Were you going to go down? No, I was thinking of maybe a four because it was a little different. Okay, I gave it a three and a half. <laughs> okay, I was wondering, like, is she going to give it a two? <laughs> no, because I I actually did like a lot of the storyline. I couldn't mark it up very far because I really did not like the thing with the daughter. I mean, that's mm-hmm. I didn't like the way that was written. But I did like the dating and the daddy-daughter makeup, like the grown-up, like teaching kids how to Mm -hmm. conflict resolution. Yeah. (laughs) You know, those kinds of things. There were parts of it that I really, really did like storyline-wise, but I think it goes back to that comment that you had the other day where it's like, I like this storyline, but there's something missing in the Lifetime movies versus the Hallmark movies, and I can't put my fingers on it. Can someone name it, please? I don't know what it is. And I feel like Colin like elevated the movie a little bit because yeah. I just feel like he's a good actor and everything I've seen him in. And I liked him in this one and he was fine. And it's just, I don't know. And then Christmas trees, I'm going to give it a three. I didn't even write a Christmas trees down. That's because you didn't feel the spirit. I did. I guess I didn't. I don't know what I would give it. It's. I guess I have to give it a two. I didn't feel wah, like it was wah. super Christmassy other than the Christmas tree thing and the girl dancing in the, the play. But then you're not showing that. I don't know. Yeah. I guess we haven't given out many twos this year, but. I'll go with it. And then unfortunately, I marked this as a nonsense. Yep. Sorry, dancing through the snow. <sighs> oh, well. All right, moving on to Carrie's pick, which was on Hallmark. A 
Christmas together with you. And this one had Laura Vandervoort. I don't know. I, every time I say her name, I, I second guess myself. And <laughs> Niall Mater. And is his name Harry Lennox? Is that right? That um, sounds right. I think so. And he is her father figure who found this photo of his love from high school. And she talks him into going on a road trip to find her. And it doesn't go as planned. <laughs> She also wants to be a chef, but works with her friend and will not go out on her own. Yeah, she works at a cafe with her friend yeah. instead of like owning a restaurant by herself. So I only wrote down one, two, three, five comments. I have a lot of comments. <laughs> oh, dear. It's okay. Okay, maybe you should start and maybe mine will fall into yours. Okay. She did not let him eat his food before running off to get mail the cards. How rude is that? I know. I was like, she literally just set his food in front of him and he made a big deal about, oh, this is so great. You didn't have to make this special for me. You know, she's like, oh, it's okay. And then literally two minutes later, I'm going to go. Okay, I'm going to go too. Like, but that's the movie biz. I know. <laughs> I never get like, to fully eat. Well, I was like, just say, hey, when you're done, we'll go. And then cut to them leaving. You know what I'm saying? It's not like mm -hmm. you had to, but they had to show him standing up. And, and dropping, dropping the, the picture. picture. And there was this other caveat side thing that she had. She had been engaged and canceled her wedding six months before. And that was the day that he came in and told the story was, was the day that they were supposed to have gotten married. So he doesn't want to go track down the woman. And then the other, the friend mentions, hey, today, oh, today was the day. And he was like, oh. So then he changes his mind. Yeah. <laughs> Which was sweet. But it was, it was cute. So Laura and Harry go on this great road trip, I guess, that seemingly was supposed to take forever. But then like the timing of this was very odd. But that's where she eventually at a stop meets Niall Mater's character. With a spill of the coffee. Who's surprised? You know what? He gave her money for a the coffee right and I was looking all over for the spilled coffee because I really didn't notice anything I was just so focused on the dog who put his dirty paw prints on her coat oh see and I guess I didn't realize that the dog had done that because I think I was looking down at the time and he um so I guess when I saw the dirty paw prints I was thinking that was the coffee stain but oh. he gave her like a wad of cash including a 20 yeah he gave her a lot of money <laughs> that was dry cleaning money for your coat you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I was wondering how they were going to get them to meet again. Because I was like, okay, yeah. we're meeting at a random truck stop. Yeah, how was... in the world? It was yeah. a different kind of meet cute while and still Ni being the same. And Niall's character was kind of really unlikable. He was kind of rude. I was focused. Okay. You know, you're focused on unlikability. And my eyes went to Niall looks really good in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> they did something different with his hair and i liked his outfits so i was like he just looks different well i think niall is one of those people that i feel like the more i see him the more i think he looks attractive i don't know I why i can see that i can see that he kind of seems like like he seems like a nice guy and from what i've seen post wise of other people talking about him he seems he's like a very nice guy and you know whatever and funny and then I think he's one of those types where then he grows on you and then you're like oh you are really attractive not yeah. that he starts out horrible looking or anything but you know agreed now I do think though that his attitude from the rest stop was funnier throughout the rest of the movie because he's kind of snarky although mm -hmm. I don't feel like he delivers it nearly as well as Paul Campbell sorry to hate on you how'd I know how'd I know you're gonna say that <laughs> I'm like but he's no Paul Campbell <laughs> 
I just love Paul Campbell so much. But <laughs> but after they meet again at the thing, and so there's this one part where this lady comes and complains about the heater, and he she's like, he's like, well, I can get it fixed in a day or two. And she's like, that I want my money back. I want a full refund. And he's like, okay. <laughs> he like gives her the money back and is like, you can have the room if you want to. And they're like, but didn't you say there's no heat? And he goes in there and he kicks the heater. <laughs> It starts working. I thought that was funny. Okay, let's see. Best covering someone up when they sleep. She was sleeping on the couch. He was sleeping in the bed. Harry, this dad figure, because, you know. Um, And she fell asleep on the couch. And when people cover other people up when they're sleeping, I'm always like, that would totally wake me up. He did a really Mm -hmm. great job covering her up without, like, really with as little disturbance as possible you notice the strangest things carrie i know i do (laughs) but the other thing that i thought was funny in this scene was she was asking him if he snores and then she snores i remember that conversation but i didn't notice her snoring they're very light but she definitely was snoring that's funny that's cute okay i had two things that i noticed in this story that repeated in five more minutes Oh, okay. In both five more minutes in this one, there were Santa, quote unquote, sightings and shooting stars. Did you notice this? Okay. Santa sightings. Like in five more minutes. I remember the five more minutes one, but what about the... It didn't stand out to me, but I just thought it was interesting that they talked about it in both, the same kind of a thing. And I thought, that's really weird. I have never... When was the last time you saw a shooting star? I can't even tell you. Exactly my point. That's why I thought it was really strange. (laughs) Yeah, because he showed her like a meteor shower and Christmas together with you. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. And then five more minutes, it was just the one shoot. Well, technically two shooting stars, but yeah. Yeah. That is interesting. And then the second one was this was the second movie with real dates. I wrote this down before she turned him down for the real date, but he Niall actually asked her on a real date mm-hmm. and she yeah, he did. turned him down. But I thought that doesn't really happen that often either. They kind of like pretend that they have to do something else together or run into each other while they're out or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And it, it becomes like a date kind of thing. Yes. Look at us being more or not us, but Hallmark being more... I don't want to say like consensual, but it, it kind of is like someone can say no if they don't want to be around a person kind of thing. I don't know. Good for them, I guess. <laughs> uh, let's see. I wrote down, this is kind of weird, but you know how in all these movies, there's usually a scene where she falls normally off a ladder after decorating a tree and the guy catches her. Mm-hmm. Well, this movie actually had kind of a unique fall because they were playing this past the ornament game, which is basically all of them standing in a circle and tossing this beach ball between them. And she was backing up to catch it and then like tripped and fell backwards. And he like reached and he put his arms around her to protect her as they both fell. And I was like, what a cute little unique fall. That was cute. I it was like different. And then, okay, I wanted to bring this up when we mentioned Paul Campbell, but since we were on a different track, I dropped it. However, now that I'm back on the Campbells, did you notice the product placement for the green bean casserole? Okay. <laughs> I have a comment about the green bean casserole. I didn't notice the product ca- placement. There were a ton of Campbell's cream of mushroom soup cans, like in multiple shots. And then the finished product, obviously green bean casserole, that's meant to also sway you to the Campbell's side. It didn't. 
Okay, what, what's your what's your comment on it? Me. It was really weird to me that she shows it to them as a finished product, and she they're like, "This looks incredible," and it's like the shining star. But they insinuated that the mom made the green bean casserole because That's the mom. True. They go ahead. Well, I was gonna say that they had a whole conversation where the mom was like, "I'm gonna make it," and he's like, "Nothing beats mom in this casserole. Don't get between her and the casserole." Kind of thing, right? And and the whole point was to show her cooking skills. But the, they highlighted the one dish that she didn't make. That's funny. I didn't even notice that. Okay. I want to go back to though. So do you not like green bean casserole or you just didn't think this one looked good? I'm kind of on the fence. <laughs> this is a hard question, apparently. I'm kind of on the fence. In theory, I like the idea of green bean casserole. I kind of have a sauce issue though. And I think that's where my biggest issue comes in. Even though technically the soup that they use is not a sauce. Mm -hmm. I, I like green beans. I love onions, mm -hmm. but we never had it growing up. So I don't think it's one of those dishes that is like really in my mind is like a nostalgic kind of I have to have it every Thanksgiving. I've only had it once when I had it at somebody else's Thanksgiving. Okay. It's just That's interesting. I I'll mean, take deviled I eggs. I like both of those things. The only problem I have with this green bean casserole, granted, it was very pretty and picturesque, but I love the onion crispy things on top and there was barely any on it. I was going to say there weren't enough there... of them, were they? <laughs> no. It was more green than crispy onions. And I was like, this isn't right. This ain't were, my green bean casserole. Probably trying to show the Campbell's below yeah. the things. But what I thought was funny is she made one bowl of this green bean casserole, sticks it in the oven, or she doesn't make it. She sticks it in the oven. And then it goes on one of the tables as like the shining star dish. Why did you only make one if it's going on a table? Like... I don't know. That whole that whole scene was kind of weird to me. We could work on that hallmark. <laughs> it was weird. I'm just curious to know how Campbell's gotten to this movie and why. Because we don't usually see a ton of product placement in these movies. But then for it to randomly be in this one, I don't know. It was weird. That's true. But there is some, usually the product placement that I notice are one of two things. Folgers Coffee. Or, Balsam Hill. Oh, yeah. Balsam Hill. Or cars. Like they'll show the front of the car with the emblem and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. But like even Nine Lives of Christmas had the Folgers as the product placement because she goes over to her friend's house because she's upset and moved out of his house. And the friend's like, let me make some coffee and pulls the Folgers out of the cabinet. So it just doesn't happen that often. So no, I just thought it was interesting. We'll have to okay. keep our eye out the rest of the season. Oh. Maybe it was because this I one will was be over watching. Thanksgiving. Like the week before Thanksgiving. So maybe they were trying to like, hey, don't you want this for Thanksgiving? Don't forget. Subliminal messaging. Yep. Let's see. Were there any scenes, and I'm thinking of one, that made you cringe and embarrassment? Like, oh no. Him singing to her? Yes. <laughs> and her being like, stop it. Yeah, it was, oh, I felt so much for him. Because like, so... The scene is they go caroling as a group. Harry, what's her face? Laura. I forgot her name for a second. Niall and his family go caroling in a neighborhood and they end up in front of Claire, the old high school flames house. Well, they don't and end up there. They planned to go there. Yeah. End up plan. Either way, they go to her house. <laughs> and so they're all singing together which is nice okay and she's all like oh good job but then they all separate and he steps forward and sings their song alone and you could just see on her face like i don't want this and then she stops him in the middle and everyone's watching this rejection and i'm just like oh ugh, this is hard and painful it was his swing his singing was so sweet though i was like way it to was. put yourself out there uh 
I could not believe the way she reacted. And was her response to him, I can't, I won't let you break my heart again. Yep. And that's when we learned that, oh, he did something. What did you do? Kind of thing. Guys, that was that was hard to watch. Yeah. But it got but a reaction out of me. So it, Well, and it I was gonna say, it drew you into that storyline, I think, more than you might normally have been, because you and I both don't really love the older storylines that much. I mean, specifically when they're the leads. So this was not the leads, but it was the primary story. Yeah. For the whole thing. And I did have something else to say about it. They he ends up talking her into no. Laura ends up talking her into just meeting with him one time. And they went on a date. He doesn't know it's a date. Laura takes him to this Italian restaurant and she is there and they have dinner. And then it was so sweet. The whole date was so sweet. They had a great time. They were walking and holding hands. They tried on reindeer antlers and his face when she put the reindeer antler on. I was like, I love this man. I want him to be my dad too. (laughs) I know. He was so cute. Um, And then they were dancing to Christmas music, Stephanie. I know. You don't dance. You sing. (laughs) Ice wine Christmas, (laughs) y'all. But then she just said, you know what? I can't do this. And then that was sad again. Okay. I, I didn't like this part because I just wished he tried to like I guess save her from feeling any negative emotions towards her dad because her dad is the reason that they weren't together unbeknownst to her but it really annoyed me he was just like oh I listen to other people instead of myself instead of just being your dad wouldn't let me propose to you and that's why and eventually it does come out and you know they're all happy but it really annoyed me that he didn't say that then and there and just dragged this thing out I agree but they do end up back together again and he writes her this card and it puts the ring that he made for her who makes a ring i know when when they said that i was like oh my gosh he made the ring that's very sweet it is and i thought so it was kind of funny at the end that she shows up at this party where they're gonna meet and if something hadn't happened he never would have been there to find her i know so i was just like wow good luck I mean, this is, you know, a movie, so obviously. But the reason they had to go back to this party because they left was really funny and different. That's true. The dog was in the back seat. The dog really loves Laura. (laughs) Niall's dog escaped the inn with a door closing behind Laura and Henry as they left. (laughs) And he just skedaddled into their car and didn't reveal himself until miles down the road. And nobody noticed that this dog is like panting in the back seat or it smells different. Well, he was under her coat, his favorite item of clothing. <laughs> That's true. I don't know. But it was cute. I thought that it was, was funny. It was an interesting way to get them back. Did you feel like the resolution between her and Niall was really fast? And I th- Yeah. I think it was probably because there so much of the storyline was built on the other relationship, but it just seemed odd that it was so fast. Yeah, agreed. But personally, I liked the other relationship better anyway, so I was kind of okay with it. Okay. I'm glad cuz you you're you're more not about the older relationships than I am. Yep, maybe it's just cuz they don't do it well enough. Maybe. And I think it's this old like this love that was like once together and now you're getting trying to be reunited and I love it when people are like forward about how they feel. We're not hiding stuff. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Okay, you want to get into scores or do you have more? Nope, we can get into scores. So setting, I gave it a three. 
I wasn't thrilled. I gave it a four, but I think it's because I really liked the the look of the inn from the outside. Mm. That's the only reason. So I could be I could be talked down to a three. <laughs> well, I did think I did notice the outside of the inn because I don't remember seeing it in any of the other movies because normally they use the same place as the inn. Yeah, and I didn't recognize this one. So no, I was like, this oh, one okay definitely was different. It had pretty architecture. So, mm-hmm. but it didn't okay. really look. The inside didn't feel like the outside to me as much. I don't know why, but... I could agree with that. It was weird. Probably because the inside wasn't really that outside. (laughs) (laughs) Probably true. (laughs) Uh, Okay. For style, I also gave it a three because there wasn't anything wow-worthy, even though Niall looked different in a better way. I gave it a three also. Have nothing to say about it. Yeah. And then storyline, I gave it a four because I did think he was kind of different and I liked it. Me too. It was different. I liked it, but I do have a missed opportunity. You I have feel a missed like opportunity. Yes. At the end of the movie, they should have done a flash forward to like a year where she was at the restaurant catering their wedding oh. and it would have tied it up perfectly. It would have been nice if they had jumped forward, but no cigar. Sorry, Hallmark, you can hire me. Okay. <laughs> and then we'll give you a five. <laughs> And then Christmas trees, I gave it a three. I gave it a four, but I think it was more for the things that happened in the Christmas things that were part of the storyline. So like them bonding over wrapping presents, them being Niall and Laura, or the caroling with the like sad, sad part to it, or like (laughs) the reindeer antlers at the shopping thing. Because they tied those Christmassy kind of things so well into the storyline, I felt like, I don't know, I gave it four. Okay. And then I feel like we might be different on this because I'm still going to call this a nonsense. I'm going to call it a love. I thought you might. I mean, it's, it's kind of in the middle, but it leans towards nonsense. Because I was kind of bored during parts of it. Okay, fine. Take your nonsense. Okay, I will. And now we're moving on to the one everyone voted for, the best movie of the weekend. (laughs) And I noticed Hallmark Movies and Mysteries is really doing well this year. I feel like almost every single movie we watch from them has been a winner. I agree. At least for the past like three weeks. So... Good job, you guys. Starting with the Mrs. Miracle. Yeah. Yeah. Starting with the Mrs. Miracle and then going to the one December night and then Mm -hmm. this this one. Um, And I mean, not that we. Four minutes. Not that we didn't think that they were going to, it was going to be good. I think Nikki Deloge is like strong enough on her own. I feel like that usually her movies are at least good, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. But I have thoughts about this movie, guys. <laughs> okay. So let's let's just get into this. First, we can't ignore the big elephant in the room, Scotty McCreary. Just because he wrote this song, they played it. He was an executive producer for the movie, which I didn't know until I saw his name on the screen. And then they had the nerve. I mean, this is just like a funny humorous thing to put his picture next to hers on the wall of Teachers of the Year. And I was, I just thought that was really funny. Like there's Scotty's glamour shot. I didn't even notice wall. that. I'm glad you noticed that because I definitely did not notice that at all. Yeah, I was just like, okay, there's a lot of McCreary on here, but well, let me let me divert really fast mm-hmm. because I thought the elephant in the room was going to be Durham, Durham International Airport. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but that's not what Durham looks like at Christmas time. How long? How many Christmases have you had living in North Carolina where there has been snow on the ground? Um, maybe one, the first one. I don't. I can't remember. 
That first year I was here, there was a lot of snow. But other how, than that. How many years ago was that? It was 2018. Okay. That was my first year. I came 2007 at the end of 2017. So I just moved on. I just was just four years. The first year I lived there, there was like mm-hmm. so much snow. It snowed in like April. There was just snow yeah. and snow and snow. I don't think on Christmas, although I was not there for Christmas. I was in Georgia for Christmas. And then the next year, 2018, in December, there was that huge dump of snow. But early December, not over Christmas again. And then we didn't have any more snow for the rest of the year. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of then. But I just remember there was a ton of snow that first year. And even my first day at work, it snowed lightly and we left early. I was like, this is wild because I just came from Kansas. And I remember working during snowstorms. <laughs> yep. Welcome to the South. <laughs> I was driving over ice. Like, this is crazy. It was so funny. But yeah. No, I cracked up at Durham International Airport. Just say Raleigh Durham International Airport. Was that so hard? I think they're not allowed to use them. What? I don't think that they're allowed to use the names of the airports. Every time they they change, every movie that I've seen, that's not the name of the airport that they're going in and out of. Huh. Ones that I've actually known the names of the airports. (laughs) Well, okay. So that was the first weird thing. But then they set this movie in Fayetteville. Which I understand why, considering the military aspect of this movie. Mm-hmm. But Fayetteville's not this cute, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, Fayetteville? What? What? No one wants to have a movie in Fayetteville. <laughs> and then I even Googled, like, is there just a cute downtown part? I mean, I think there was like a cute-ish downtown part, but they made it look like a super small town that's sweet, and it's not. Just going to toss that out there. I've never been to Fayetteville, so I'm going to listen to you. Well, I've heard things. I've driven through it. I can't say I've spent a lot of time there because I haven't wanted to because of all the things I've heard and seen. Yeah. (laughs) So that's the North Carolina stuff because Carrie was in North Carolina. But I'm still here. So you're actually in Durham. I'm actually in Durham. So imagine my surprise when I saw that. (laughs) Like what in the world? I want to know where they filmed this because this is the second movie where they've said North Carolina Christmas and Harmony was also North Carolina actually filmed in Wilmington. So I'm curious to know where they filmed this now. Well, I was wondering if maybe they did shoot it in Wilmington because didn't you say there was like a couple of movies shot down there this year? Yeah, there was a whole list of them, but I don't think I saw this one. But that being said, this doesn't sound like a Christmas movie name. So maybe I did see it and Mm -hmm. I moved past it because five more minutes I wouldn't think would be uh, a Christmas movie. Yeah. And maybe that's why, because I recognized her yellow house, but I couldn't place it. Maybe there's this yellow house down in Wilmington. And it was was in another one of these. Nice try. Oh, was it? Well, dang. I still recognize the yellow house, though. It's in another movie. Well. I just don't remember which. I really hated that yellow house. (laughs) I didn't say I loved it. I said I recognized it. It was one of my notes under set. (laughs) My mom randomly says, you need to tell them that they're really stingy with their fudge. (laughs) They're like slicing fudge. And it's like the tiniest little pieces. And my mom likes it was like cubes. My mom cuts these pieces that's like three or four bites. They're like big chunks of fudge. And she's mm-hmm. like, they're, stu- they're stingy with their fudge. It's like, okay, mom. Oh, I'll tell the funny. people. They're waiting for your commentary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Let's see. Um, This one also had another dual storyline of love stories. Because sure we had the Nikki and David. And then we had Nikki's grandfather and this Martha character in the past. 
and their love story. And oh, there's a triple, triple love story because her mom and the older man, which I actually thought their relationship was super cute. It and was their meet cute. cute was really sweet. I agree. My mom thought when they met that maybe his mom would end up being the oh, other Martha. woman. Martha. Yeah. But that's not what happened, I- guys. <laughs> No, it's not what happened, but we're going to talk about some spoilers soon, though. (laughs) Yeah, I think I might have had that same thought at first. And then he I just left like let it go. Like, I don't think so. Well, he said her name was Diana. And then the mom was like, oh, Diana, I knew her. I used to volunteer up there and blah, blah, blah. And so that's why I left it. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Dropped it. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Was her grandpa's car mrs miracle's car absolutely was i have that under setting or style or something yes okay that made i me looked laugh. it up and showed it like, to my mom i mean it's a nice car so i understand why they used it again yeah um talking about the relationships real fast i loved the scene where she's sitting on the porch with david and they're like reading the journal and the mom and the new guy show up and it's like this really awkward <laughs> Mm-hmm. We're both busted out on dates. <laughs> yep. And that leads me to two comments. So the first one is, I hate that she has a boyfriend so long in this movie. And not that it would make it right if he was terrible, like the normal boyfriends, but he wasn't terrible like the normal boyfriends. He genuinely was nice. So I was like, oh, break up with him already. So that, there's that part, which leads into, which is what made me think of this. Her mom likes her boyfriend, even though she's never met him, better than Logan because Logan's like this adventure type and did something in the past. So there was a funny scene where <laughs> Nikki was with her mom and she was trying to get her mom to leave like, oh, you can go home. I'll close up the store before Logan shows up. But mama was still there and he showed up and there was just this awkward like mom looks at her. Mom looks at him and she's like, I know what you two are up to and I don't like it, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm going to leave because you're adults. Yeah, that whole thing was really, really funny. Um, I had the comment about the boyfriend that she has back home. Mm -hmm. She did not want to get married to him. No. And you know that's so early on. That's why it annoyed me that she had a boyfriend for so long. Her reaction was like, distract, distract, distract. And Mm -hmm. what she just should have told him. She just should have told him. But I mean, I guess maybe I would be a coward too. But why are you dating him for two years? But she did say she's like, I didn't really know it until he was going to ask. I don't believe you. But then she (laughs) knew it and she still didn't tell him. Yep. I mean, I did like that. So it was just Nikki and her mom. Because her dad died when they were, she was younger because he was in the military as well. And so I liked that the mom and daughter both had the same like security issues and like I need to protect myself kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. it was basically ruining their lives until this Christmas with the help of grandpa, you know, and his love story, making them realize like you need to open yourself up and your first love isn't, you're not meant to like mourn that so much and like shut down. You're meant to love it for what it was and realize it opened you up to other people which I thought was a sweet sentiment I thought I think that was a sweet sentiment too but now you've gotten me off on guys (laughs) do you have anything else before we get into the big the big stuff um (laughs) I liked the okay so he takes her to she's an art teacher and he takes her to their old school to the art room and they let the kids paint the panels on the ceiling and that was her idea And I just think that's a really cool idea because I remember those panelings. They easily lift up out of their like grid above you and just pull one down, paint it and make it look nice because they're just plain like white or yellowing if they're super old. So I really like that scene. 
and that idea for ceiling art and not just in the art room, you know? Yeah, because my chemistry teacher did that. That was one of our projects in chemistry. Really? Yeah. You're lucky. I never had anybody, like, I've never seen that before. You had to pick something and then draw something chemistry related onto the ceiling tile. And then they went up and they stayed up for the rest of the year or whatever. Huh. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that was new to me. So I appreciated it. Yeah, I liked it. And I loved the the parallel, I guess is the word I'm looking for, between the one that the main one they were looking at, which was fingers almost touching and their fingers kind of touching, but pulling them away mm-hmm. when they were laying down, looking up at the ceiling. Yeah. Good job. Because she still had a boyfriend. Yep. All right. Now we can get into the big stuff. Stephanie, did you see this coming? I wrote down at 46 minutes when I figured it out. I'm really impressed by you because I did not see this coming. Guys, if you have not watched this Stop right now. You don't want to know the spoiler. The movie and come back to this podcast. I am telling you, do not ruin it for yourself. Yeah. It's it's pretty good. Okay. I, so now we will spoil it. Yes. I thought the whole time I was like, Mom, is he an angel? Like, oh my gosh. I had no idea this young guy gets hired at the store and he's kind of putting them together and he's cleaning up and he's doing all these things. Guess Stephanie 46 minutes in realizes figured out Jay. That's his name is her younger grandpa, the one she's reading about in his journal that magically appeared that Jay gave to her. Mm-hmm. And her grandpa's name is Jerry. Yeah, guys. Yeah. I I wondered if he was an angel too. I was like, okay, because he fe- he he had that kind of quirkiness, you know, when yeah. angels appear and they're so helpful and they're kind of like innocent, like so, I was like okay, is he like his angel? And then it seemed like she was the only one who could see him sometimes. I don't know because her mom never even met him. And- well, that's that was weird. I, I noticed that after the fact. I guess I just wasn't paying attention to that portion. I remembered her saying, oh, well, you, you'll you meet him today. And then I, and then thinking back, I was like, can I, do I remember her, uh, the, the mom ever meeting him? But the guy did. Logan met him. Yeah, he did meet him. So then I was like, okay, other people can see him. It's just, I guess the mom probably would have recognized him as the younger grandpa, considering she was married to his son because she was he was her father-in-law this was my thought I said mom has she never seen a photo of her grandfather when he was young I mean granted I probably would not have been a my grandmother my mom's mom had pictures everywhere so her I could probably pick out my grandmother on my dad's side doesn't even look like my grandma to me I see old pictures mm. and I'm her. I'm like, is that Margie? I can't tell. <laughs> but <laughs> every single time. And it's not like I don't know what she looks like, but I just kind of second guess myself. Um, but that was my thought. I was like, has she never seen a picture? But then I thought also, why would you ever think that's my grandpa? <laughs> yeah, like that would not be your first thought. And what also made me wonder is because when they would do the flashbacks. So when she read her grandpa's journal, They'd flash back to like the 50s or whatever and show what she was reading. And they only ever showed the woman, Martha, and they would pan up the guy's like shoes or pant legs. But you never saw his face. And I was like, that's interesting that they don't want to show us him. And I was trying to figure out, like, are they not showing him because they want to just leave it to our imagination and imagine the old man who played her grandpa at the beginning of the movie? Is it going to be someone we recognize kind of thing? And then, you know, at the end, when they reveal that Jay is her younger grandpa, that's when they replay all the scenes again, showing his face. So it made more sense. But yeah, 
at 46 minutes, I was like, he's her younger grandpa. <laughs> I don't even know what scene that is. And, but I was just like, this is who he is. Well, and there were a couple things now that like you mentioning that I was looking at that as it was filmed from his perspective. So he couldn't see his mm. own face when he's it's 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 his journal it's his perspective was what i thought the filming was mm. on that but you just mentioned something earlier about him like finding the journal also how did he clean everything up so fast like he would in lightning speed clean stuff up and it's because he's the grandpa so he already knew where everything belonged yeah i think that was the clue for me not the first thing because he first cleans up the office area but the second thing which is like all the food kitchen area because he would say things that were obviously phrases her grandpa would use and i was like this is interesting that he's using the same phrases that her grandpa said and that kind of clued me in too yeah i'm definitely gonna watch this again and see if i can like see the things that i missed the first time through yeah and maybe pay better attention because the beginning of the movie was really cute and it had the grandpa and Nikki's character as a kid. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering how many things he said in that beginning, other than like the five more minutes line that was repeated like a hundred times. Mm -hmm. Like, what did he say in that beginning that this Jay character might have said also? Well, listen to your heart, I think was one of the things. And she, I think she said, my grandpa used to say that. Mm. I feel like that was one of them. But y'all, yeah, I didn't know until he always asked. Yeah, was what's in your heart yeah my mom and okay. i did not know we were shocked it was definitely like the best surprise of the season so far oh yeah it was a good surprise like even though i figured it out early i still appreciated just because you know if we're talking about the ending now yep oh it was so it was such a good ending i have it in it all caps omg the ending because I was teary-eyed and there was snow yep. and she's having all these revelations and she's crying and she's like, we meet Martha, we run to Logan and we have these epiphanies. And during all of it, we have the five more minute song by Scotty McCreary playing over it. And music, I don't know why they don't play more like good songs during these parts because music really does... Mm -hmm elevate a scene and it has it, it pulls such an emotional response out of you like even when you're just listening to music right mm -hmm. so if you're listening to the song and watching these scenes it gets you I'm like feeling emotional right now I know it, I just really liked it a lot it, it was really really well written I I can't say enough words about this one I'm definitely watching it again probably this week after I'm off of work <laughs> but it it got me and I think that, like, I mean, you've lost your dad, which is, mm -hmm. I think, you know, even more heartbreaking than losing a grandparent normally. Not necessarily for everybody, but <laughs> normally. Yeah. Uh, but, like, I was 25 before I lost my first grandparent. My dad, my mom's dad died before I was born, so I never knew him. And my grandpa, my dad's dad, died when I was 25. And it was kind of unexpected. And I can just remember those feelings of like, like this whole thing kind of brought back those feelings of wishing you could do things over again. Like I thought about like the last time that I saw him and why didn't I, whatever. And then my grandmother passed away. We were actually supposed to go see my grandmother. Granted, my grandmother had dementia for like three years before she passed away and she was in a nursing home. And my niece and I, I went up for, to get a wedding dress, uh, to help her pick out her wedding dress. Um, my niece, by the way, is, is obviously an adult. She's not like a child getting married. <laughs> <laughs> she's only 12 years younger than me and I'm in my late 30s so <laughs> there's that but 
she, um, so my, so we were supposed to go see my grandmother and then her parents called and said, Hey, we're already at the restaurant. Can you come by? So we did not go by, go to see my grandmother and she died a month later or three mm-hmm. weeks later or something like that. And I always felt that my grandmother would not have known that I was there. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she, yeah. she was so far gone. She would never, she didn't even know who I was when the, the time before that I had visited her or anything, but I still like regretted it. And so I can completely relate to this idea of like, I just wish I had five more minutes. I just wish I had five more minutes with you. Yeah. Cause her whole thing was she wished she called her grandpa five minutes earlier because it was the day when they usually talk. And instead she gets her mom on the phone saying he had died, you know, and she Mm -hmm. just wonders, well, what if it's just really tough situation. My grandma hasn't come to visit me though. (laughs) She hasn't come to. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) you're younger. I'm like, why well, your grandma hasn't come to visit you? <laughs> <laughs> that you know of. Maybe she just didn't reveal herself. Well, like you know, you, did. you know, I did just, I did just get done saying that I wouldn't recognize my grandma even in photos when she was younger. Yeah, so maybe she did. <laughs> She's like, I've been around, Carrie. <laughs> What's your problem? Oh my goodness, that's so funny. All right, we're ready for rankings. Yes. Or or did we have anything else? No, I think that pretty much covered it. Okay. All right. Setting, I gave it a four. I really liked the cafe and yeah. I gave it a three because I really did not like that very yellow house. I figured you might lower it because of that. The house was ugly. It had no shutters. It was like Tweety Bird yellow. It, I was not, I did not like it. You know what? I should have marked it down further because of Fayetteville. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm getting you to agree with me on the three. (laughs) Maybe, maybe. Uh, okay, for style, I give it a four. That's what I gave it mostly because of Mrs. Miracle's car. <laughs> yeah, I was just in a good mood when I did these ratings because I liked the movie. Yeah. Storyline, I gave it a five. Absolutely. I would almost and give Chris, this a six. <laughs> I Okay, I thought the same thing. I was like, this deserves more than a five. <laughs> oh, it was so good, <laughs> This guys. is a five plus. Five yep. plus. And then Christmas trees, I gave it a five too. I gave it a four four christmas trees but i could i could get behind a five yeah it just felt i've had a hard time i've had a hard time connecting to christmas this year for whatever reason i feel like i've been like stingy on the christmas trees i mean i feel like i'm kind of in that position too but this movie made me happy so it gets five and it gets a love yes absolutely a love times infinity that's from the movie (laughs) okay That wraps up our review this week. And next up is our preview. Our preview. Yeah, we're going to talk about the first full week of Lifetime movies. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Can you hear the pain in my voice? (laughs) I mean, I'm not... I the previews is fine. The previews doesn't bother me. I kind of like doing them weekly. I think it works out pretty well. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be pretty much I'm afraid it's going to be downhill from this weekend. I felt like 5 more minutes was so good and then next weekend Thursday we're starting tomorrow Thanksgiving guys. Happy Thanksgiving by the way. Oh right. happy thanksgiving if you celebrate and you're starting with nine kittens of christmas and there are a lot of great movies coming out um you have heard this from our preview episode already on it but i just am afraid after the thanksgiving week it's kind of downhill from there is what i'm afraid of okay well let's not put that out there (laughs) because let's hope i'm wrong i don't want that to be the case all right fine whatever (laughs) they're gonna go uphill from now on carrie uphill 
uphill. Well, we do have the Christmas house too to look forward to the last weekend of the December, the the last weekend before Christmas. Okay, yeah, we can look forward to that then. All right, we'll talk to y'all later. Bye, guys. So subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when we have new episodes released. And if you're on Apple Podcast, we'd love it if you leave us a review. Apparently, those are really super helpful in getting your podcast seen and our social media. Yes. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Love and Nonsense Podcast. Talk to you later. Bye.